Come listen to Dice for Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter? At CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode. So you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump on to the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead and take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review if you're on spotify give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate anyway if you have the spoons to do this go ahead we really appreciate the support we want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast enjoy the episode Variables, and welcome to a brand new season of Control Group. I am not your host, Dennis Vare, but I will be your GM for this season, Gardens of Glass. My name is Sarah Williams. And this time around, we will be playing Petticoats and Proposals, a Regency era intrigue and romance RPG written by me. Sarah Williams. Woo! With me, I have some players. If you would go and kindly introduce yourselves before the Tom. I'm Nicholas Hodge, and I'm going to be playing the Cat, which is something I've always dreamed of. I'm Marcus Drax, I'll be playing the Free Spirit. And I'm Dennis Veray, and I'll be playing the Brooding. All right. So, this system is a Powered by the Apocalypse-style role-playing game with inspiration pulled from other RPGs, some of which we have played on this system, in particular Monster Hearts 2 and The Last Shonen. 
You have five stats in this game that you use as you make your way through Regency life dealing with the affairs of the landed gentry. You have your charm, which can be used to win someone over. This is the role you would make to convince somebody to do something or to perhaps make them show a greater interest in you. Your wit is the move you use to study a situation. It allows you to kind of look around the room to find things that may be useful to you or to gain extra context about the places you go. Your insight is used to know where you stand, which is sort of like studying a situation, but instead of asking about a place, you ask about the people around you and to find out how best to play them them and manipulate them to your will or to find out if their company can help or hinder you in the eyes of someone of a higher rank. There is your grace, which you use to keep your composure, which is very much a sort of catch-all move when you want to do something to make sure that you can succeed at whatever you attempt. And lastly, there is your virtue, which you use to protect an ally. So when a friend of yours makes a roll and fail, you can roll with your virtue to either switch your rolls entirely or give them a boost to help them just make it over that roll barrier. Your health in this session is called your goodwill. And inspired by Monster of the Week, this is also something similar to the to their luck mechanic. So you can actually decrease your goodwill maximum to automatically succeed on any roll, but it's also casting from HP. So that's something that you should probably monitor as there are plenty of moves that can be used to decrease your health or heal you back up depending on who your friends are. A mechanic in this game that we will be introducing a few episodes in is known as the ball. Because what sort of Regency story would we be telling if there weren't some grand fancy party? Every playbook has a move that will activate the second they attend a ball and they can use it as a part of their move list. And there are all sorts of things that happen at balls to make the game very high stakes. And then the other two things that we will be discussing, secrets and rank, we will be going into as we introduce our characters. All right, so the first, so Nick is going to roll for his rank. When you make a character in this game, you roll a d6 to determine where you stand in high society. Come on. Nick, what did you roll? Come on, come on. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, what did you roll? Yeah, dude. What did a, you roll? I got a one. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Nick rolled a one. Wow. So, Nick, what are your character's pronouns? So I may use the correct title. Uh, he, 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 him. Uh, so you are a prince. <laughs> yes. All right. This is perfect. Wow. Perfect. All right. I, I, I'll introduce myself now, if you don't mind. Yes. Um, absolutely. <laughs> Now that I feel comfortable doing so. Um, my name is Baxter Saintilus. And I am a war hero from the War of 1812. I was a soldier under the command of 
Sir Isaac Brock, he who died so valiantly in the field of battle. Uh, I have many such stories to tell you, if you care to ask, but I, being a, a man of battle, being a warrior, there are stories that I dare not tell, or troubled to tell. I've recently returned home to my family estate, uh, House Reynard, and I am, as some would say, a bachelor, though such things, bore, I abhor such things. I mostly keep to myself. Some say would say that I am a scholar. Others would say that I am useless. <laughs> Do nothing at all. I'll let you be ju the judge of that. Or not at all. I don't care what you think. I simply choose to live my life as I choose to live it. And if I should enter society, you may speak to me, if you wish. Perhaps you'll learn something. All right. And Nick, since you are playing the CAD, what moves have you chosen to play? Okay. I So, first part of the CAD playbook is that you have a mysterious past, which I love. And uh, you get to choose a move from another playbook. Also love that. Love that mechanic. Um, so I chose the Socialite uh, playbook. I chose the Gracious Host, um, which means that if anybody directs harm to me, I can lower the harm dealt to me because I am of a higher station, which makes sense because I am of a higher station. Um, so it deals one less damage than normal. And then also, rolls made to vouch for you, which I guess will come up, um, is uh, you get add plus one. Sweet. Um, then my other moves, I got Blackmail. Because, of course, what good cad doesn't have blackmail? <laughs> uh, whenever you roll 10 plus to know where you stand, uh, I get to ask, what is this character's secret? Yes. And this every character in this game, we aren't going to tell them to you now, variables, but you will find them out in time. Every, every character will create a secret. This secret would absolutely ruin their reputation as well as any sort of alliance or marital prospects they may have. So I've asked everyone to create a secret and we'll see if they can do a good job at keeping those secrets. All right, continue, Nick. <laughs> I've also got the false past. <laughs> so I get to pretend to divulge a secret to another player. And if they believe me, they gain experience, and I gain a forward. If they don't believe me, then I gain experience, but it will come back to haunt me. All uh, right. So I got layers. Uh, <laughs> sympathetic backstory is my ball move. Which, uh, you know, so, so more false truths. Uh, so whenever you attend a ball and run out of goodwill, you get to choose to improvise a story instead of revealing my, uh, my secret. And at the end of the ball, I get to heal a goodwill. Essentially, if you are at a ball and you run out of health, you can improvise whatever story you'd like, and when the ball is over, you are healed back to one. It is sort of a get-out-of-jail-free card, so long as you are at a ball. <laughs> Bull the cat. Well, ha -ha! Uh, and then, of course, I have my scorned self. Not sure when that activates. Uh, your scorned self activates under two circumstances. Either... You have run out of goodwill and someone fails to vouch for you. Uh, okay. uh, when someone runs out of goodwill, you may vouch for them, where you roll plus your virtue. 
If you roll 10 plus, the person comes back fully healed. If you roll a 7 to 9, they come back at half health and become their scorned self. Can you choose not to vouch for someone? Yes, you can. (laughs) You don't have to vouch for someone if you don't want to. Uh, But if you fail your roll to vouch for someone, the person, the character is essentially dead to their social circle and they have to create a new character and you take four harm. Gotcha. Because you just threw your weight behind the wrong, you backed the wrong horse. <laughs> uh, I'll keep the rest of the details of the score and self a secret until yep. it rears its ugly head. Yep. All right. So we will come back to you when we get around to histories. Gotcha. All right. Who would like to introduce their character next? Go ahead, Dennis. Sure. Uh, I can go. All right, you go. Oh, Marcus, <laughs> roll your status. Oh my god! (laughs) What did you roll? I am also... (laughs) I also got a one. We have some royals. Siblings. Interesting. Because the first thing on mine is to pick a sibling. Wow, that'd be kind of fun. We'll talk about it. We'll discuss. That sounds interesting. (laughs) Alright, so Marcus, you are royal. Uh, Which of the the terms will you be using if you are looking at that page of the playbook? I will be princess. Nice. I am playing Rosalina Cunningham, the free spirit. So, Rosalina is always, of course, a free spirit, energetic, head in the clouds, had so much energy growing up that her parents had to do something to curb it, so she was given fencing training. And they thought, okay, that's a good hobby. You know, let let out her energy and and anger, and everything will be a little bit better, but they don't know that Rosalina still fights every week in the underground matches in town. What? (laughs) Marcus, did you just reveal your secret? (laughs) That's not even the secret. That's the secret I keep from my parents. But but other people know this? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe other characters might. Because I'll be challenging people to fencing matches all the time. So they probably know (laughs) that I fence. But my parents do not. She's very kind-hearted and spacey and youthful and... um, my moves, so my first, so the main move for the free spirit is delightful company, which is whenever I get a plus one, my, whoever I choose will get a plus one as well. So there, uh, I'll choose them for, this is for the session, yeah, each session I choose like a friend or something, and whenever I get a plus one, they get one as well. And I am, I picked one, so my, so my first move is ribbon shopping. Right, so as the free spirit, I choose a hobby, and whenever I just devote myself to that hobby and participate in it for like an hour, or even do it when people are telling me that you should not be doing this right now, I get a plus one forward to whatever I want to do. And of course, my hobby I'm choosing is fencing. Um, now my ball move is Bell of the Ball, and that means that during balls I always have double charisma. Double double charm modifier basically. Um, now I can't choose my other move. I can't. I kind of want to choose frivolity because it means that rank doesn't matter when attacking me. I I, I don't know. I'll choose my other move and then I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I didn't know I would be so high up in rank though. That now that makes it yeah that makes it even crazier now that I like do the 
underground matches. That's that's probably bad. But I, we'll see. I don't know. You're like you're like Cirilla or some shit. Exactly. All right, and Dennis, let's. Do you want to see if we can go three for three on Royals? Let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> No, close, though. I got a two. All right. Okay, we're all pretty high up. Yeah, you guys are are incredibly high ranking. Which will make my character a Duke Laureate. Ooh. And I will be playing Henri de Maasai. They are a French expat who fought along with Baxter in the War of 1812. However, on the oh, other side of that war, oh. it, would, it would come to be, as, as I mentioned, he's French. Um, he is a duke of a small principality in Marseille. So he is this very alluring, very sexual, sexually oozing person. But he's got that, that tortured past, that, that constant resting bitch face. As a person, I'm sending the pit crew I made of him. He has oh, yes. kind of nice, uh, nice. jerry curled hair. Uh, he has an eye patch that comes around his face from his time in war in the War of 1812, and a small X scar underneath it. He's got a very thin mustache, uh, being French and a small goatee. He wears his black military coat over his nicely fine white linens, uh, and he wears them. He doesn't wear his arms through the coat at all. He just wears it like a cape at all times, um, so he can constantly oh, cool. brandish his rapier, which is always at his side. Another thing that's always at his side is his patroness, Nanette, mysterious last name, won't be revealed yet. Uh, wherever Henri is, Nanette is also there as well. She seems to be the purse at times of Henri, a confidant. Maybe there's more brewing sexually, romantically between the two, but you're you're not a hundred percent sure what's going on there. And as far as the brooding playbook goes, I have the given move, but not handsome enough to tempt me. I am constantly aware of anyone who has romantic intentions towards me, and I'm also immune to the move win someone over. So if someone wants to win me over, they can't, because I'm brooding. I chose the move aloof. It's important to keep my wits about me in any circumstance, so whenever I enter a precarious situation or combat, I can roll to keep my composure, never roll a 10+, plus. I take no harm, and the precarious situation ends. I also chose brutal honesty, I know that status is merely a shield that the foolish use to avoid the truth, and I can ignore rank effectiveness when dealing harm to any rival of higher station. And I can add plus one to a normally ineffective attack, which works really well since everyone is currently above me in rank. I don't know how we're ever going to learn each other's secrets with these moves. Like, we're we're all too powerful. (laughs) (laughs) Ball move, which is vigilant. Whenever I attend a ball, I may treat the lowest result you can roll to study a situation or know where you stand as a seven. So I can't fail uh, noticing things when I'm in a ball. All right. These are all some really great characters. And now we can go around and establish our histories. All right, so Dennis, I believe you already had a history between 
Henri and Baxter. I sure did. It made so much sense. It's very funny. I was also gunning for the War of 1812, Nick. Um, and just, I, I figured by being French, I'd probably be on the opposite side of some NPC. Uh, but I'll take it against you, Nick, as one of my, my history moves is this player has somehow wronged you and yours. And obviously you've wronged the French in some way, uh, which is mine. <laughs> But, but, but St. Tellius is a French name. We're, we're from France. <laughs> well, you're a backstabber now, you Brit. <laughs> so I'll have that with Nick. All right. How, and how, how do the well, ranks work? If, you, if you're a prince, are you the prince of, like, the nation, or...? He could be minor nobility. He could be a distant relation. Although, I imagine he would have a different title. We are playing very fast and loose with the history just here. Just be the fucking prince of Great Britain, all can, right? Can I just be, like, in line? <laughs> in line for the throne, you know? There's, there's yeah. several princes of blank in England, you know? And again, we are playing very fast and loose <laughs> with the history. <laughs> and uh, what is Henri's relationship with Rosalina? And every playbook has a list of history ideas, but you also have the option to create your own. Yeah, I think we might have to create our own, Marcus, um, after I figure out a little bit more about your character, because the only other two I have that make sense. One of them is that you're, you're, you're family, um, but that doesn't make sense if you're going to be family with Nick. The other one is I'm... Uh, we served together in His Majesty's military, which wouldn't make sense, because I was working as a f- with the French at the time. And the other one's, uh, you are yeah. deeply in love with the player, and I, I want that sweet, sweet NPC love. Well, how long have you been in England? Because Is that where we are? Wherever we are. Because if if it's been a while, maybe you were my fencing teacher. Hmm. That's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah, I like that. I think I've been there for, for a couple of years. I feel like it's one of those things uh, they used to do in old wars where they would take old soldiers and be like, hey, you don't have to, like, repay the debt of war. You just have to, like, live here and work here now. Yeah, that's cool. You're uh, British now. So, so we were enemies in the war, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Maybe you were a fencing teacher. I don't want the, I don't want the gulf of age to be too much, but I am playing more youthful, so that's fine. I mean, I could I could just be a, a fencing prodigy. <laughs> yeah, great. Marcus, how about we move on to your histories? Um, do you think that being fam is going to be too limiting? I think maybe. If you like, if you wanted to end up together, or well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, like, if you want to fuck, you know, maybe not siblings, but like cousins, like marginally related, <laughs> which is okay <laughs> back then. So it's okay if it's your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. I mean, the I, 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 I might put the kibosh on that. Uh, I mean, we can have our own like family stuff separate from each other, but we can be related. You know, like, okay, maybe we yeah. see each see each other every few summers or something like that. So mine is. Um, either my, this is, this player, either I have a sibling relationship with them, they're always telling you what to do, or they're your favorite relative, they always indulge your every wish. That'd be nice. So which one of those? The second one? Yeah, that'd be nice if you want that. Great. I I think that'd be a fun question. Will we be sticking with the fencing instructor, or did you want to add another layer to? No, I think that's good. Okay. And Nick, is there anything else you'd like to add for Baxter to either Rosalina or Henri? I do like the idea that Henry knows too much about my past. (laughs) And I'd do anything to keep them quiet. 
Ooh. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to text me a clue, Nick. Uh, I will. I will. Maybe not in the first episode. Yeah, we'll of course. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now that we've gotten histories all taken care of, is there anything the three any questions the three of you have for me? Well, also, I kind of want to add another layer to Rosalina as well. Okay. Just trying to think of something. I think because you said that we don't know if everybody knows about your your fighting escapades. Yeah, maybe I, I do because I'm the cool cousin or whatever. <laughs> but I'm I'm like ready to use that against you. At a really? Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I'm the only, I'm like the only person who really knows besides okay. like your trainer or whatever. So I what is think- it? Is it fencing underground or is it was it? Punching? What is it? Martial arts? I don't know. Yeah, well, I was thinking fencing would probably make more okay. sense. UFC yeah, with swords. I think it's, it's probably like... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's like... <laughs> say, say that again. It's what? street rules. Fencing. So, anything goes. <laughs> Can we put that on a control group t-shirt? <laughs> UFC with swords? <laughs> yes. yes. I think it's interesting, because I feel like sword fighting might kind of come up a lot. If you guys are both in the same war, yeah. and I... <laughs> Love fencing, like that's a, it's funny that all of us kind of. Relate. It's definitely the cover of the book. Yeah, like cross swords or something like three different cross swords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so much fun! Are there any other questions you players have for me? Yeah, Sarah, why don't you give the variables at home a little taste of what we'd be looking for? A little exposition as we get into episode one that they'll listen to right after this episode. That was exactly where I was heading. All right, so. Ducloriate, Henri de Marseille, Princess Rosalina Cunningham, and Prince Baxter Saintilis. The three of you have all received a beautifully engraved invitation from the esteemed and very, very wealthy Lady Wintrose to stay with her and her family at her estate, the Gardens of Glass while she prepares every year for her grand autumnal ball, where the most eligible and brightest in all of all of the British Isles come to find a partner or forge some kind of alliance. And if you are invited to stay with her in the two weeks leading up, it is because she finds you very interesting. So, the three of you embark on your journey to the Gardens of Glass, and we will see you then, Variables. Have a good night, everyone. Go to sleep. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.